The future of Indian data regulation is DPDP the answer. Research insights, February 2023. The draft Digital Personal Data Protection Bill recently closed for public comment. This is the fourth version of a law on data privacy and in key aspects, corrects for the overreach of previous iterations. However, like the original draft, the new law will require businesses to re-examine their compliance structures. This paper looks at the key changes proposed by the DPDP in comparison to the previous bill and their implications for businesses in India. Fourth time lucky. The previous iteration of the law, the Personal Data Protection, PDP Bill 2019, was withdrawn in August 2022. After being criticized for its overly wide scope and stringent rules on transferring and processing data outside India, it had proposed a data protection authority and an appellate tribunal. It also provided exemptions to certain government agencies with the aim of protecting the sovereignty and integrity of India. Non-compliance would be penalized by fines of up to Rs 15 crores or 4% of a business's annual turnover, whichever was higher, and may also have attracted criminal liability. Data breaches would need to be reported by the data fiduciary, which are institutions collecting or processing the data, to the DPA. The PDP also provided data principles who are the users whose data is being collected, the right to data portability and the right to be forgotten. Though the PDP addressed many challenges pertaining to data protection in the current digital age, it had many loopholes. It gave power to the largest data fiduciary, the government, to be exempted on the discretion of the DPA, which was established by the central government itself. The strict regulation of data processing outside India posed challenges for businesses that were part of a global ecosystem as compliance would be difficult, keeping in mind international data regulations. Before and after The new DPDP narrows the scope of regulation to cover only digitally processed personal data. It excludes manually collected, non-digitized data from its purview and contrary to a key recommendation, of a joint parliamentary committee also excludes non-personal data. Further, it removes the distinction between sensitive and critical personal data, conferring the same degree of importance to all personal data. Though this change reduces the level of protection to different types of data, it may facilitate efficient marketing analytics for businesses. The rules regulating data transfers outside India have undergone significant changes too. First, the removal of the distinction between sensitive and critical personal data will make it easier to process such transfers. Second, the rules around data localization have been eased. The earlier PDP required data fiduciaries to maintain a copy of sensitive data locally, forbade the transfer of such data outside India without explicit consent, prohibited the processing of critical data outside entirely. In comparison, the DPDP allows the processing of personal data collected by Indian data fiduciaries for purposes of offering goods and services in India. However, the term goods and services has not been explicitly defined, leaving room for misinterpretation. 
Moreover, the mandate excludes Indian data fiduciaries that collect and process data of non-Indian entities outside India. This loophole may benefit firms that specialize in foreign data collection and processing. The rules for reporting data breaches have been tightened and the data fiduciary must report every breach to the TPB as well as to each data principal. The PDP, on the other hand, require that breaches be reported to the DPA, which enjoy discretion on whether to inform the data principal or not. This strengthens data security at the individual level, but also adds a layer of compliance for firms. Conversely, the DPDP caps the fine for non-compliance at Rs 500 crores, doing away with the earlier turnover method and removes the earlier criminality provisions. The cap limits the potential cost on large companies, but it may raise it for smaller businesses for whom proportional penalties would have served as a safeguard. It remains to be seen how the DPV, which has the authority to take a final call in penalty amounts, interprets its powers. Two important provisions have been carried over from the earlier draft. As per the PDP, the DPDP exempts the state and its agencies through a process of notification from certain provisions. Although justified on grounds of national security, this loophole might be exploited and thus adversely affect the right to data privacy. At the very last, it could breed mistrust amongst the public. Also, unchanged is the requirement to set up a regulator, now called the Data Protection Board, the DPB which will have discretionary power over the undefined aspects of the bill. However, the central government will have full authority over the composition of the board. Given that the government is the single largest data fiduciary, this may create potential conflicts of interests. Implications of the Regulation People Number 1. The new bill does not address challenges that individuals would face with their data privacy as it does not require fiduciaries to share information with the data principal in the case of signing consent. This reduces the power individuals will have on their data. Second, though the bill enables the provision of reporting all breaches directly to the data principal, it does not solve the main problem of the breach. The addition of this step simply brings all parties in the know and adds to the cost of compliance for data fiduciaries. Government Number 1. With exemptions being provided to government agencies without the bill mentioning a fair and just procedure, there is room for the government to flout its authority. Number 2. The term as may be prescribed is mentioned about 18 times in the bill giving large discretionary power to the DPB. Additionally, the formation of this board is under complete supervision of the central government, creating conflict of interest as the government itself is the largest data fiduciary. Businesses Number 1. Overall, by reducing the compliance burden on businesses and making it easier for them to take part in global supply chains, this bill takes a huge step towards digitization. Number 2. The bill incentivizes digitization of data, which in the short run may be a costly process, but in the longer run will reduce the cost of collecting and maintaining data. Number three, the demand for the removal of the non-personal data from regulation 
was implemented by the DPDP. This will help businesses utilize such data in developing products and services for economic gains. Number four, the cost of compliance has decreased for large companies with the new bill, with the upper limit being set at rupees 500 crores. This limit may, however, increase the cost for small and medium companies as discretion lies with the DPP. Number five, doing away with the data localization obligations of the previous bill is a boon for Indian companies who can remain competitive with their global counterparts. And number six, consumer-centric businesses, B2C, have a large amount of data and are likely to face more stringent scrutiny. A solid step forward. The DPDP bill is the single most comprehensive piece of data protection legalization in India to date. When it is passed, possibly later this year, it will catalyze the process of digitization and help protect the data privacy of individuals. The revised draft has addressed multiple industry demands and made up for many of the shortcomings of its predecessors. It will also make it easier to transfer data across borders. At the same time, the open-ended nature of certain provisions and the considerable power granted to the central government authorities creates loopholes that could result in bureaucratic overreach. Further, the law is proposed to be implemented stage-wise which means there are no concrete timelines as to when it will be enacted to its entirety. On the plus side, this will enable businesses to adopt the regulation in a graded manner. This will allow them time to set up data protection teams, establish internal protocols to tackle privacy issues, and educate the employees and customers about necessary protocols.